we crash landed. I lost the plot. I've been rushed into hospital by ambulance. A waterfall coming out of the sky. Like, no, it was yeah. a thing before my friend told me about their ex. What are the fire you from the podcast? And I just found myself driving down and just starting to cry. Hi, I'm Anya. And I'm Tiffany. And this is the Adaptable CEO. This isn't another boring business podcast. It's chaotic. We thought having a disability was challenging enough. But then we started a business, multiple in fact. We are disability proud entrepreneurs who want to share with you the good, the bad and the ugly of it all as we start new ventures and grow the ones we already have. Come and join us for the ride. We hope you stick around. Hi everyone, welcome back to another episode of the Adaptable CEO. <laughs> Great intro. Great intro. I feel like we need to have a singing component because all of the best podcasts have like that. Yeah, or they just have a plan. We really just go off the cuff in these episodes. It's because we leave all of our best planning to business. This is our outlet, our this creative our, outlet. Yes. yes. <laughs> it's our creative outlet. This podcast today is a little bit more of like a personal business mix. Like we're just going to sit down and have a chat about all of the things that have been going on the past few weeks. Yeah. Mainly in my life. Mainly your life. Nothing much is going on in my mine. Life is chaotic. It has been. I cannot keep up with this woman, everyone. I cannot keep up. Yeah. Can't keep up with your awards the state you're in I literally put on my calendar Anya in Sydney Anya in Adelaide Anya in Melbourne like she's here this meeting this appointment so I know when to bug you and when not to bug you oh it's been yeah just the past like she needs a PA if there's anyone out here who's a personal assistant needs a job Mm. Anya is hiring yes genuinely I need a PA on the sunny coast like a proper agent no anyway so, the past few weeks, I've been travelling. You have. How many flights have you been on? Seven. Oh, my God. So, my first trip was down to Canberra, um, and I went to Parliament House as part of the Parliamentary Friends, and I might butcher this because I'm exhausted, <laughs> Parliamentary Friends of Children and Adolescent Health. So, they were hosting um, a launch of Child Unlimited, which is an organisation that supports the research for... Um, children and young people who experience chronic illness and disability. And so they really look at how, you know, chronic illness and disability, especially in children and young people, then impacts, you know, the rest of your life and the rest of like the lifespan. And obviously this is really close to my heart because that's basically my life story. How, you know, being sick when you're young, then, you know, it affects your schooling. It affects, you know, your ability to work. It affects everything in your life trajectory so I'm part of their consumer board um so we're all able to come up for the launch we met with parliamentarians um and yeah it was really exciting but I you know was reflecting on it and I think that even though it was so fantastic in many ways for me and I'm so so grateful for the opportunity always just you know the impact that it does have like on parents as well Mm that have children with disabilities because there was a lot of representation of parents that were affected. And, you know, I just felt that there were some conversations around, you know, oh, like I haven't been able to work because of my child's disability and 
all of that. And that I think was a bit tough on me because that idea of people with disabilities being a burden on others, which I don't believe, I don't endorse, I don't support. And yeah, so that was like, I think just a bit of a hit. bit triggering. Yeah. Yeah, Were the children there? No, not their children. Okay. It was all parents. Yeah. 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 And I think especially not looking like I have a disability, it was like I got asked quite a few times, like, what are your children sick with? Oh. And so I was like, I kept, you know, instead of just explaining myself over and over, I got to a stage where I just said, you know, I am the sick kid. I am the sick kid. Yeah. Um, and it's, yeah, like, I think that when you're running on a full tank of energy, it's easier to cope with those sorts of comments, yeah. and those sorts of things. But like, 100%. I was already so exhausted. Yeah. There's like and, a line and then. Yeah. And like, you know, I don't think I showed it, but like, mm. I definitely wasn't myself. Like I didn't, you know, go and interact a lot and network and like kind of glow and smile yeah. and all of that. And I wasn't it's a very difficult there, environment to yeah. be in. And like, I was around all of these doctors that were incredible and in advocating for these children, but you know, I'm there with my bags kind of struggling because I wasn't traveling with a support worker that time. Yeah. And they were just like walking ahead and not offering to help me with my bags. And like, of course, I'm, you know, a capable person in many ways, but I also have like heart conditions and energy issues and fatigue and all of that. that and yeah, that's a bit disappointing. It's yeah. really disappointing. Yeah. When we arrived at Parliament House, like we were dropped out the front and there was a doctor with us. He ended up arriving at the room about 30 minutes before I did because he just walked ahead and didn't help me with my bags. That's oh, so just really sad like and triggering think, on so like, many levels. How can you be advocating for sick kids then? Yeah. Like, is it just a front? Is it yeah. money? What What is it? Like, we need to see the empathy and the understanding yeah. from these people that we look up to. And that, you know, they dictate how these children get treated Absolutely. in the system. And so I think, like, I'm just sharing this, you know, reality because while, like, I am planning on posting about, you know, like, oh, I went to Parliament, like, look at me, like, all of yeah. that on social media and, and like, on LinkedIn and all of that and, like, obviously supporting the organisation that I went there with, that I continue to support, that I continue to think are great, that I continue mm. to support the people that are part of it and think the people that are part of it are great, genuinely, that it isn't all fantastic when you're in these sorts of things and that being in these environments can be really triggering for a number of reasons, especially when you have lived experience. Yeah. But basically that was my experience in Canberra. And I came home really quite late on, yeah, on Monday. Or not that late, actually, on Monday, but I came home Monday night. And then the Tuesday I had a full day at the hospital. And it was my first time with a new support worker, which is really exciting to me. So exciting. Yes. We've been talking for a couple of weeks about, you know, your requirements, who would be the best fit, and how difficult it has been for you to find a new support worker. So I don't know if you want to tell everyone the story of your last. I don't know if that's something you feel comfortable disclosing, but let's just say there were some professional boundaries crossed, some lines crossed, and it made it very uncomfortable for you to continue with that specific support worker. 
and then you've had to do the past eight months of your business obligations and personal and hospital obligations all by yourself, basically. Yeah, I had yeah eight months with that support worker and then I think that relationship really deteriorated in around like June was the last time I saw Oh, them. June. Okay. Yeah, so it yep. hasn't been too long, but it's been a long time of yeah. Yeah, having to do everything yeah. by myself and like I think that having built up so much trust with someone for so long and then questioning if I can trust someone again in that kind of capacity especially when you know you are really fully embracing that you are a vulnerable person yeah you do need that support yeah it was very difficult it's like a very personal relationship but you know they have to remain professional yeah at the end of the day you know they're not a friend they're being paid to support you Mm. with you know, your personal obligations, your health obligations, your hospital visits. Yeah. And I think I'm a very independent person and it's very difficult Mm. for me to be like, actually, no, I need help. I need support. Like I need someone to carry my bags because I feel like shit. Like I'm worried that I'm going to pass out right now. Like, can you please do this to me? Like, I don't want to go into my medical appointments alone because I actually feel scared and I don't want to tell anyone that I feel scared. And you don't want to feel like a burden, which we know we're not burdens on our families, our friends, our medical teams. But how often do we feel like that? It's just like this innate thing when you're chronically ill or disabled that you feel, you just, you feel different and you feel like a burden. And that's something we are constantly trying to work on Yeah, in therapy and just with how we approach situations day to day, rewiring our brains. It's not easy. No. And yeah, like I always now travel with a support worker because yes, I can travel by myself sometimes, but every time I travel by myself, I'm putting myself at risk. Yeah. I am not safe. Yeah. That's the reality, Mm. you know? And it really hit me like a few years back when I traveled back from Melbourne and everything was genuinely fine before I got to the airport and suddenly my health went to shit and mm. I had to like literally so collapsed on an airline desk and they had to put me in a like a cab, send me to a doctor and then thankfully I had someone that I knew in Melbourne at the time and they picked me up from the doctors and had to take me to an emergency department. They had to then get me flight clearance to fly home and then be admitted to an hospital back in Queensland because they couldn't access my medical records properly down in Melbourne. So it was like so really scary for me because I had no doctor up here, like down in Melbourne that knew me, like none of my family or friends were down here, like the support people that I had down here didn't know me well enough I didn't really know them well enough like it was just really really scary because I didn't know if I could get on a flight like yeah I didn't feel well enough to get on a flight like I had to go by myself like it was really terrifying yeah for me. it's a lot to put yourself and through that independently if, if you know something happens safe. and you can't communicate what you need like I have mm. really big allergies to things like mm. it, it's just too much yeah so no. I'm so glad that you found yeah what's her name Jess Jess Jess, if you're listening to this, we love you. We do. Um, But yeah, so Jess came down to my hospital appointments with me. I had a neurology appointment for my brain. Then I had a urology appointment for my bladder. And then I had a general surgery upper GI appointment. (laughs) That just sounds like a blast. Upper GI. Oh, it was just (laughs) 
thrilling. Oh. Thrilling. And then finally. It's good you had support though. Yeah. With Jess there. Like finally have someone. Yeah. Yeah. And if you don't feel well, she can drive. and Yeah. So I had all of that. Then was able to go back up to the coast because all of my appointments are still down in Brisbane. Um, Which is like an hour and a half It's away. an hour and a half if you don't have traffic and yeah. it's good. But like, honestly, it takes two, two and a half hours out, like usually with traffic. With peak hour. Which mm. is just a nightmare. Um, so, yeah. If you're already feeling off, that just feels like 10 hours yeah. of driving. And driving it's really independently with fatigue dangerous. is yeah. just too much. No, can relate. So, yeah, then... On the Thursday, I had another day of appointments and Jess was supposed to come with me, but she didn't have her keys. Like she lost her keys that morning, which was fine. But I got in the car and I went to like drive down and I had a GP appointment early in the morning. And then I had some meetings throughout the day at the hospital, like just to do with like advocacy work and consulting. And then I had um, an ultrasound at the hospital and the ultrasound I've been waiting for since May. So mm. it'd been so many months to get into medical imaging at the hospital. And like, while people I think would be listening and think like, well, why do you have to have an ultrasound at the hospital? I've had so many pelvic, like gynae ultrasounds, like in other medical imaging clinics outside of the hospital and they miss things or they don't get things right. And because I have two uteruses and one ovary and this, that and the other, like I've had people not be able to find the other uterus or to then miss the bladder or like just no, really so silly important. things. You, yeah. So, and even if you don't get the right sonographer in the hospital, yeah. they then mess things up. So it's just like, you just have to get it. Yeah. Right. And hope, hope that they know yeah. what And so I was driving down and like, you know, sometimes I have terrible shit days in hospital other days like I'm okay yeah but it was just a day where like my PTSD I think was just heightened heightened yeah. because I just spent such a full day in hospital the day before with so many appointments like yeah. I was just a bit triggered and I was triggered from Canberra on Monday and I just found myself driving down and just starting to cry because it was just too much like it was too much to you know just keep going on this medical merry-go-round of yeah, so many specialists all the time like I just wasn't coping that day and because this same ultrasound place that I go to at the hospital was where I've been to so many times when things have gone wrong and like every time I've been there I've been there by myself in that waiting room scared shitless with no one to like be like it's going to be okay yeah because it's never fucking okay really and like and there's only so much advocacy you can do for yourself like when you're the sick one in that in those situations in that position feeling triggered feeling emotional it's so important to have someone with you that understands what you're going through to a certain degree like obviously like having a support worker there isn't going to fix everything and you know they're not going to be able to carry all the emotions for you but just having someone to lean on or even just making a phone call someone to talk to i think it's important yeah. to let Everyone know that that doesn't mean you're weak. That doesn't mean it's anything to be ashamed of. It's just asking for a little bit more support, more emotional help. Like, it's totally okay. And I think that, like, this probably isn't the best way of handling things either. But, like, when someone else is there, like, 
I'm more strong for someone else. Like I've yeah. like, you know, I don't like cry as much in front of someone else. Like yeah. kind of yeah. hold it together because yeah. someone else is there. Yeah. But like when I'm by myself, like it's hard for me to sometimes like yeah. hold it in just, as much. Yeah, you feel more unsafe maybe yeah. as well and more vulnerable. Yeah. Whereas like if, if someone else factors. is there, I'm like yeah. Well, I can protect them, you know, but I can't protect myself. And I'm like, not yeah. that make any sense. Or but see things in a different perspective yeah. sometimes. Like, and, yeah, because, yeah, like, I've been in that ultrasound room when, you know, I've gone in for a scan and I've been told so many times, like, it's nothing, it's nothing, it's nothing. And I've walked yeah. out of that room, got a call from my surgeon who the sonographer's called and they've been like, you have to go down to emergency now. You need to have emergency surgery. But before it's emergency surgery, you need to check if it's cancer because if it's cancer, we can't operate. And I'm like what the fuck? And I just remember, you know, walking out of that room and calling my mom from the ultrasound place. And it was only like a few months after having like that major surgery where I lost my first ovary. And I just called mom and burst into tears and just said to her, like, it's happening again. And like, I just remember all of that so clearly. And like, I just, yeah. And it's that kind of like, you know, either I go in there, they don't find anything and then they fuck me up because they'll yeah. find something at some other point or they don't do their job well enough or mm. whatever or they find something and then I'm fucked straight away. So it's just like that fear. Yeah. So I was just not Very having a good day. Very valid fears as well. And, you Very know, valid fears. Had the GP appointment, mm. then, you know, went and was doing my other meetings and was just so emotional mm. and, like, I just remember I saw one of my other friends at the hospital and I sat down with her and she was having an emotional day too. And I was like, you know, it must be <laughs> it's the one stars. One of those days, then. something's like, in the know, air yeah. in this place. And, you know, I was just talking to her and was, you know, had to wear sunglasses because I was, you know, just tearing up, like just having not a good time. And then was in another meeting and I get this text accidentally and it was from my mum. And she was like, oh, you know, I've been rushed into hospital by ambulance. I think I'm having a heart attack, blah, blah, blah. Oh, my gosh. And it was not even meant for me. It was meant for my auntie. I was like, Mom, are you okay? Like, what's going on? And then so I'm freaking out. But I can't leave the hospital right now because I've got this scan that I have to go into. So then, you know, I have to And go. your mum is on the Sunshine Coast. Yeah, on like the Sunshine two Coast. two hours away. Two-hour drive. And then so, anyway, and then I have to, like, Keep texting her, see if she's okay. Like, wait, 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 Go sit in the scan room. And then That's the scan's delayed an hour and I've got a bladder full of like over a litre. I think I'm going to wet myself. Then I finally have the scan. The lady's pissed at me because they wanted to do a bladder ultrasound as well. And, you know, so the lady's really shitty at me. Like, you know, the scan's taken forever. Then I get in the car. There's so much traffic, like all the stuff. And then I get up to mum and... She's okay by that point. And then they've cleared her. She hasn't had a heart attack, but she's got some other heart issues. Like, it was just fucked. And then, you know, like, I had to go to Adelaide the next day. And I, like, at a really early flight, you mm. know, I had to leave the house by, like, 3.30 in the morning. Yeah, you were up really and early. And mum was supposed to drive me. And I was like, you cannot no. drive me. But, like, I also feel really guilty for leaving <laughs> because you're not okay. And she was like, no, 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 you, you have to go. Difficult week that was for and you. And I was like, like fuck, well, I'm just going to, like, oh. I kind of have to go, but I feel like a really bad person. And she was like, I'm fine. And, you know, the doctor said she was fine. So I was like, okay, but, like, you yeah. have to call me if you need she anything. She was on your get mind on the, flight. the entire like, time. So, yeah, and then, you know, I had to book parking late at night. Like, mm. we got home, like, whenever, 7 o'clock, 8 o'clock. 
pack my bags, like get everything sorted, wake up at 3.30, get down to Adelaide. Oh my gosh. And it was just like stress, stress, stress. And then like that meeting, the next morning I had a meeting for this other thing that I do and you know, that went to shit. Like it was like just one thing after the other, but thankfully the meeting I was in Adelaide for (laughs) went really well. It did. Yay. Yes. Yes. What a rant. (laughs) A high amongst the lows. Yes. Oh, so it's been a journey for you, Anya. It's been a journey. And that was, that was a time span of what? Three days, four days. Yeah. So I went down to Canberra Canberra on the Sunday. Then I was there on the Monday, came back. Then at hospital Tuesday, hospital Wednesday, Adelaide Thursday, Friday. Yeah. So, yeah. Definitely a week we don't want repeated. Yes. Definitely. Yes. So I was down in Adelaide because, you know, toilet paper is under our brand. Shit happens. Yes. Have you said the name publicly? Yes. Yes, I have. Oh, the memory of a goldfish. Oh, well, <laughs> yeah, so shit happens. You have said the name. Um, and people said to me, like, if you're making toilet paper, why don't you make wipes? Yes. And I was like, yeah, that's a good idea because I feel like a lot of people need wipes for a lot of different reasons. Like, yep. one, you know, some people have ostomies. Yep. And to be inclusive of people with ostomies, you know, there are wipes, like you need wipes. Also, like, you know, feminine hygiene, sweating. Like <laughs> can relate Sweaty. Was but, that my suggestion? <laughs> yeah, I think sweating. so. But I was like, that's a really good idea. Like I have I an excess too. sweat problem, everyone. It's out there, it's on the podcast now. I have to carry antibacterial wipes. I've only ever had it since I've had Lyme disease. I I don't know. At least I'm detoxing, at least I can sweat. I'm grateful I can sweat. I just sweat too much. I sweat too much. Oh, I've got to tell you something actually <laughs> oh, that I haven't God. told you. Yet. Okay. This is, we might need to edit this out, but I hope you're going to let me keep it in. Okay. So we, anyway, we were down in Adelaide. I'll, I'll get to it. I'll okay. get to it. Get to so it. <laughs> we were down in Adelaide and we met with a wipe supplier. That's why we were there because we are going to do wipes and I hope that you guys so are all ex- excited. as excited as I am. Do I get a discount? I, yes, of course you get a discount. <laughs> okay. So, I'm so excited because guess what? There are like 50 million different kinds of wipes that we can do. We're going to start with a flushable wipe. Like Amazing. Kind of, you get it's multi-purpose the idea. as you can think. <laughs> like, you know, I'm going to use it for multi-purpose like, reasons. I'm going to use it for bloody everything. I, you know, got a sample and started using it to take my makeup off. <laughs> White people that are listening, don't get angry at me. I know that's uh, not its purpose, but like... <laughs> I just use it for everything. I absolutely love it. Um, but then we're also going to release um, a feminine hygiene wipe specifically because... Um, Amazing. Women have different pHs. I have. I know this. Um, so does our wipe guy. And so we're going to definitely do that too. And then also a cosmetic or makeup wipe because I don't know about you, but I go through makeup wipes like it's nobody's business. See, I don't use makeup wipes anymore but what are the fire you from the podcast no i don't use them anymore but you know when i really want like wish i had them is when i've come back home really late Mm. i'm exhausted and i just want to fucking use one one product to wipe it off because usually i use those like face halo pad things reusable pad things i wet them with water I wipe my makeup off like that, but they're not that great. Like you, you often need to use a cleanser or something 
yeah. to get everything off. Whereas a makeup wipe, obviously, it's got ingredients in it that yeah. you don't need to waste more cleanser or anything yeah. else. Because, like, I just, I'm so tired. Like, yeah. makeup wipes just a perfect When you're not well, you're fatigued. Like, it's yeah. perfect. And then, like... If you want to do it more thorough clean after that, like cleanser, whatever. But like, I actually don't do any. You've got great skin though. I'm so jealous. So I need to start doing that. But in the meantime, I need makeup wipes. Amazing. Um, and are they so, like biodegradable? Yeah, biodegradable, compostable. Whatever That's the what we that love. And then also flushable. Amazing. So the thing with flushable wipes is that. A few years ago, there was an ACCC case into flushable wipes. Mm, so a few of the largest brands in, brands in Australia got absolutely taken through court, destroyed, yeah. because there was like a whole mountain of flushable mm. wipes that was found in some river, lake, ocean, whatever, um, because so many people were flushing them down. And they weren't, um, and they weren't flushable. Down. They weren't breaking down. Yep. Um, and also so many sewer systems, public toilets, everything were getting totally destroyed by these so-called flushable wipes. Anyway, the ACCC ended up losing the case because what they found out and what they couldn't prove was that there was actually no standard or certification Uh. for flushable wipes. So that's how these big brands got away with it. Okay. So what then happened was they ended up introducing a standard and certification in Australia for flushable wipes. Ah, well, that's good. So now, that's good. I, thought, company, I remember hearing the story. I don't remember yeah, the outcome. The company that we're going to now has the only certified blushable wipes in the whole of Australia. Wow. So all of the other wipes that claim that they're flushable oh, in Australia wow. might, you know, meet <gasps> the standards, they? but they aren't officially certified. Oh, there you go, guys. You've heard it here first. Yes. That's great. So it's fantastic. Yeah. So what is um, interesting is that market research in the US Mm. has found that flushable wipes are now taking 10% of the toilet paper market. So people are now switching from instead of just using toilet paper, actually using flushable wipes instead of using toilet paper and switching entirely. So when we were in the um, Uber leaving the manufacturing facility. I was having a chat to our investor. This is the story that I was getting to. Okay. He was like, do you really believe? He's like, oh, yeah, I'm on board with these wipes. Like, I think it's a good idea. But do you really believe that people would actually stop using toilet paper and actually use wipes? And I was like, yeah, yeah, I believe it. And then I think there's, like, a, there's a time and a place And he's like, both. really? <laughs> I was like, yeah, yeah. I was like, actually, you know, Tiff was telling me. Oh, here we go. Here we go. Do you want to tell the story? You can tell the story. <laughs> I did not say this. Another Tiffany said this. Go. Okay. I think I know what you're going to okay. say. Tiff was telling me that one of her friend's exes. <laughs> one of my friend's exes. Yeah. Word. One of my friend's exes. Yeah. Tiff was telling me that one of her friend's exes used wipes every time he took a shit. <laughs> and... Our investor was like, no fucking way. <laughs> and I was like, I know. He was like, really? I, I and didn't I was like, know it was yeah. a thing before my friend told me about their ex doing this. And I was like, oh. Then I was thinking, oh my God, maybe I should be doing that. I know. I told my <laughs> investor, I was like, 
Yeah. I mean, Tiffany I'm not and that I feel messy, so though. dirty now. I'm not, I don't, I'm, or you know, usually it's like before I shower. Well, it is always before I shower. But then I'm thinking, well, as a kid, what did I do? I don't know. Since I've had Lyme disease, my bowels have been all over the shop. But <laughs> it's just too much information for people. Honestly, like, yeah. Because I was thinking, like, how messy does it get for people? It doesn't, like, it, doesn't, it doesn't get like that for me. Let me just clarify. Let me just clarify. It's morning for me. Then I shower. So I don't really need wipes. Anyway, everyone needs wipes is now, the motto. Yeah, because, now like, we need, you filthy now animals. <laughs> wipe yourselves oh. without wipes. And, like, honestly... If you think wipes aren't for you, <laughs> shit happens, toilet paper is for you. Either way, I think get on it. A time try, place. try some wipes. Yeah. Try it both. I Mix think, it up I think a you need both. I think you do need both. Yeah. I do use them now occasionally. Yeah. yeah they're amazing. <sighs> Game changing. So, yeah. And whether that stays in or not, we'll see. Yeah, it's yeah. pretty exciting, though, <laughs> I think. So, yeah, that's what we're doing in Adelaide. Very adding successful. Adding a new product line. So, Love it. Yeah, adding a new product line. Unsure if we're going to launch the wipes the same time as we launch the toilet paper. Probably we'll launch the toilet paper first and then introduce the wipes. But it's coming. Amazing. And, yeah, not sure if we're going to introduce just the flushable, flushable wipes or just... Or then, like, all the three. All purpose. Yeah, so you will find out very soon. Exciting. On the podcast will be the first to know. So, yeah, that was thrilling. Anyway, then I flew back (laughs) from Adelaide. I almost missed my flight for just unknown reasons. I feel like you always miss a flight or almost miss a flight. Yeah, it's kind of like my um, signature move. Yeah, I love it. Classic annual. Yes. Well, I actually really am wanting to be able to access the lounge. So if I can access the lounge, that I feel will like you've have flown enough to be able to. But but I don't apparently think you, have. you have to do like twenty around the trip, this around the trips, <laughs> around the world trips. Jet start. Oh, 20 around the world trips. I'm over exaggerating, but like oh, okay. I swear, I believe you. I'm only a bronze Qantas member. You have to be like platinum. Oh, to get into the lounge. Okay. I don't really fly. Corners. Imagine how many points I'd have to get. Yeah, that would be a lot. But apparently, apparently, you can get a Qantas credit card and get one hundred forty thousand Qantas points. Yeah, there's deals. I think with I'm going to do that. Credit cards. I know that. Then if I just don't spend any money on the credit card, surely I'll be fine. Like I know American Express. You mm. you can. I think it's with Virgin though. Virgin and oh, is it no? Not Jetstar, just Virgin. And you you get a lot of perks with that one. Mm, perfect. Yeah, I'm gonna look into Have to it. Investigate. Anyway, anyway, came back home next. like ten thirty at night. Gosh, drove home like one and a half, two hours. It was ridiculous. And then yeah, and then where does that bring you now? Well then yeah. So that was after Adelaide. Yep. Then yeah, the Monday, um, I was. I lose track, guys. I lose yeah, track. Yeah, the Monday I had schedule. like a big launch day at the Royal. Oh, yes. With the bunting? Um, With the bunting. It was a What Matters to You day. It was very successful. Um, And I had the opportunity to sit down with the executive director and tell them what matters to me. And so I actually ended up talking about this really intense incident that happened to me, um, which also brought up a lot of emotions. I've just had a very emotional time lately. You have had an emotional time. And so they're now going to investigate it. Oh, it's... It was the Which surgery that I had in 2020. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So they're going to investigate it. They're going it. to investigate That's it. That's great. 
I'm terrified. I mean, I hope it's as minimally, like, I can't speak. I hope it affects you as minimally as possible. Like, you don't need that Mm. much involvement. You can just say your piece and... I don't want to say any piece. I've said my piece now. I'm... I'm out. So, okay. That's good. Yeah. 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 But anyway, maybe I'll find out the truth. Yeah. Maybe it'll be hidden. Who knows what will happen. But. I really hope. Yeah. We will find out. And then, yeah, that afternoon, got on a plane with Jess. We went to Sydney. Oh, this Um, is exciting. Yeah. And we had a photo shoot on the Tuesday. But, yeah, the plane, a little bit of a funny story. When we landed, we almost like... Well, Jess describes it as we crash landed. We didn't crash land. I haven't heard this. But like when the plane landed, it like hit the ground so badly. Oh, I hate when that happens. And like I was telling my mom the story and she was like, yeah, sometimes there's a bit of a rough landing. But no, it wasn't like a bit of a rough landing. It was like a like. It's not even like when you get pushed forward. It was like a, was it like a. It was like a smash. Like it would have left a dent in the ground. Was it really windy? Is that why? I don't know what was wrong. It was like crash like everyone's like oh apparently that's the most unsafe time of flying is when you're landing and taking off like they're the most i'm not surprised (laughs) you're safest when you're in in the the air because yeah anyway so we like smashed into the ground and it like crap like crunkled 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 what crinkled what Okay, a water bottle exploded. Oh, oh my god! Like it smashed a water. Sorry, guys, that was really loud. It smashed a water bottle. (laughs) Oh my god! In the above head thing, just behind me, and then like the entire like full water bottle of like seven hundred and (laughs) fifty mils just ran down and poured all over me. (laughs) Of course, it was on you. It was just on me. Only on me. (laughs) Even worse. All down my back. My my whole back wet. My whole ass wet. My whole, like, underwear was wet. Like, everything How was refreshing. wet. I was totally wet. My, the back of my hair, everything wet. Well, you didn't have wipes, so, like, water's oh. the next best thing after a sweaty flight. And then just, like, <laughs> like everyone was like, oh, my God. And then the whole plane saw it. And they were like, oh holy shit. Because it was like a waterfall coming out of the sky. Oh, my God. Did you know and kept going what on was and happening? On. Did, were you just so confused? Were you thinking, shit, we're and then dying? the guy behind me, because it was from, like, the bags behind, he just passes me a tissue. And I'm like, mate, one tissue. Not do shit. Oh and then they were like... The whole plane's like laughing and joking behind me. Then they're like, oh, it looks like you wet yourself. And I was like, oh, come wow, on. you're like 10 years How old. Immature. Good job. And yeah, anyway. Did people know it was a water bottle? Did you realize? Yeah, where it came but from? then. I would have thought it's like <laughs> petrol or something. And then at first I thought it was air conditioning, but like it just kept going oh and pouring out of the sky. And then, oh. um, but like, of course, as soon as we started to walk off the plane, like no one knew that that's what happened. So, when did you realise it was a water bottle? Like, when it just kept pouring from the sky. From the sky, you mean from the overhead? Yeah. (laughs) From the sky, clearly, from the sky. (laughs) So, yeah, anyway, then I, like, I had a change of clothes in my, like, hand luggage. So, I just changed, like, when I got out. But, like, even just, like, walking to the bathroom, like, my whole back and everything was wet. Freaking out. It just looked so bad. 
something broke. Oh, and then like when Jess went to get her bag from the overhead locker, it fell on my head. Oh, <laughs> well. just amazing. It was like a flight from what hell. So when we arrived at the photo start. shoot, they were like, oh, how was your flight? And I was like, good thing. It's like, because <laughs> I'm not one to make conversation. And Jess was like, oh, and you had a flight from hell. And oh I was like, my God. I did. And they're like, oh my God, what happened? And Jess was like, we crash landed. <laughs> So dramatic. Like a water bottle fell. But true. Oh my god. The water bottle got crushed at impact. Crashed, crunkled, crinkled. (laughs) Anyway. Anyways, that was the highlight of my trip to Sydney. Amazing. (laughs) I had the actual photo shoot. shoot. I had a photo photo shoot. shoot It was fantastic. It was great. So it wasn't a bad omen. No, no, no. The photo shoot was perfect. perfect. There was like four photographer, videographers. There was a great hair and makeup artist. There was another stage person. There was a person from the Department of Social Services. Like, there were, like, hand-cut props. Like, there were all these questions. Are you allowed to say what the photo shoot was for? By the time we release it, it'll probably be okay. It's called International Day of People with Disabilities. We talked about it with disability. Disability, 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 (laughs) disability. I got corrected on that. Whoops. Um, Yeah. I realized that I wasn't supposed to announce that until the end of October. You didn't really announce it on your Instagram. And you did an amazing... We talked about it on the first episode of this podcast. Oh, is that what you were referring to? I thought you meant on your Instagram post. No, that's when I oh, got told. Oh, by the time we release the podcast, anyway. it'll be fine. It'll be fine. We'll cut it out. It's fine. Anyway. But so exciting, which is on Very December exciting. 1st. 3rd. Oh, 3rd. 3rd. Everyone, 3rd. so yeah. keep, keep your eyes your peeled. Eyes Very exciting. So, yeah, a lot to be looking forward to. Um, Hopefully so no yes. more dramatic weeks ahead. Yes. That's all in the past. It is. Hopefully. Yeah. And now we're in Melbourne. Amazing. Like a week later. So a lot of flying. This is your last trip, it. I think, planned mm. for the imminent future. For a future. little while. That's good. Hopefully you can stay yeah. grounded a bit more at home Yeah. until, yeah, maybe we have to go up to Sydney. Yes. We'll see. Yeah. We'll see how things pan out. Exactly. And so I, I just know that I've got, like, at least before the end of the year, another trip to Sydney and another, another trip to Canberra. Oh, okay. And then the same consumer. For International Day of People with Disability oh, okay. Unknown dates. And Exciting. a trip to Dolby. Dolby? Where's Dolby? New South the Wales? The Darling Downs. Remember, like, inland, in Queensland. Oh, yes, 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 yes. I remember you telling me. And what are you doing in Dolby? Um, talking about regional health priorities with the oh, University yes, of Queensland. Oh, yes, you accepted that. I remember. Yes, yes. And I have just accepted a position as an academic lecturer with oh, my business yes. school. So I start that on the 6th of November. That and is so And my exciting. business school just won the PI Awards, which is like a academic awards thing <laughs> wow doing really really well look so it up look it up um but yeah for the best business school that's amazing yeah pretty How exciting. exciting and you're the lecturer you know yes. to wear some sexy oh i'm definitely gonna have to get librarian some glasses, glasses. <laughs> <laughs> yeah finally be paid wait. for lecturing people and not do it for free all the time yeah it's good <laughs> it's, i think you'll be amazing at it thank you i can't wait yeah, so thank you for tuning into this episode of Keeping Up with the Christopherson. <laughs> the Christopherson. <laughs> and my updates. What do yes. I have? Well, 
while, because uh, obviously yes. I'm in Melbourne and is on the sunny coast, sometimes. I facilitated, <laughs> yeah, sometimes you're there, sometimes you're bloody everywhere. Um, we lose track. So I facilitated the photo shoot for yes. Against the Grain Coffee. So exciting. So one of my really good friends, Melissa. Hi, Melissa, if you're listening. Hello. <laughs> we love you. We love you so much. Her partner is a professional photographer and he did our e-com shoot for the coffee and we've seen a sneak peek so far and we're in love with how they turned out. We're so excited to get the final images. So I think in probably a week now we'll get those shots and I mean we're not going to have a website to put them up but (laughs) we're going to have the photos. So... (laughs) Minor details. I don't know if that episode's going to come before this, if that episode's going to even be released, but basically we've had to sack our web developer for multitude of reasons, for multitude of reasons. And right now we are building the website on our own, maybe getting another web developer on board. We'll see what we can what we can do, but... Um, yeah, we'll have some amazing photos at least. The photo shoot images looked incredible, but what was the challenge with oh, the photo the shoot? The challenge was with the bags. So obviously they were they were filled with coffee beans, but specifically for the one kilo bags, they weren't filled enough. I mean, they had a kilo of coffee in them, obviously, like that was correct. But in terms of getting the lighting right and having minimal highlight and reflection on the bags with the photography, we really struggled because the bags were just not full enough by like a little bit. So we couldn't open the bags and put more coffee in because then we would break the seal and would break the zipper and that would obviously not look good in the photos. So we worked with what we could and he's going to work his Photoshop magic to remove the highlight and the reflection. But yeah, just the whole day was great, but everything is just so tedious when it comes to product photography. I mean, I've worked in photography, like jewelry before, because I used to be a product developer. Um, and that was difficult sometimes, but jewelry, like, it's flat lays, really. It's pretty easy. But with coffee bags, it was just a lot harder than anticipated. I did not think it was going to be an issue that the bags weren't full enough. And yeah, it did end up being a bit of a challenge, but it is what it is. We'll work some Photoshop magic to get rid of the highlight and we'll see how they come. But yeah, definitely a harder product to photograph. Even just like little wrinkles in the bags and things like that. You know, you'd prop the bag up and then it would just move down slightly and then we'd have to retake the shot 50 times and then just hope for the best <laughs> with the editing. Yeah, but I yeah, think... They look amazing. They look amazing in person. Like, how amazing do the bags look? We are so happy with them. They look so, like, what's the word? Just classy and elegant, just exactly elegant. Exactly fulfilled our vision. Yeah. The colours are amazing and just they're bold. They're beautiful. They are. You will love them. They're against the grain, aren't they? They are. They are. They're just, oh, I love them so much. So, yeah, hope the photos do them justice. 
And yeah, you guys will have to buy them when we I launch best in person. person. Yes, yes, they definitely do look the best in person. Yeah, which usually I mean, the photos are going to come amazing anyway, but usually things look better online and then you get them in person and you're like, oh, disappointing. Yeah. But no, these bags you can display on your kitchen countertop and like people will be in awe. They are stunning. Yeah. And I think like they're a really good balance of the masculine and the feminine. Like they appeal to everything. Definitely everyone. Um, Yeah. Yeah. Very exciting. Gorgeous. So proud. Yeah, we're so proud of us. It all came together in the end with the bags. Yes. Um, what other updates do we have? We got obviously we got the labels. Oh, the um, labels. That was a seamless process. I found a well, our roastery found a label company here in Melbourne, um, that they hadn't worked with before, but they had heard good things, and we were quoted a really good price, a lot better than what we were quoted with some other guys. We were going to potentially go with. And we thought, look, we'll bite the bullet. We'll see how they come. And the labels came amazing. We were so happy with them. A one-week turnaround. Digital printing, I think. Yeah. So these are the labels that will go on the coffee bags that will state the blends um, and the tasting notes. And they look incredible. Yeah. They look so good. We're just so happy with them. <laughs> They're like so a, good. It's like a baby. Guys, so yeah, we can't wait for you guys to see. I think you'll love them too. Yeah, and of course the coffee's amazing. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> when we got the bags, it was the it was the first time yesterday that I saw them in person, mm. and just like you know, squelching the bag. Squelching. <laughs> the words you're coming out with today. <laughs> I honestly, yeah, I need a dictionary. But like, <laughs> you need a good sleep. You need a good sleep. I need a lot of things, <laughs> but like just squelching the bags, squishing. Squelching. <laughs> oh my god, yeah, because I was going to say squelching and then like... Sp- <laughs> what did you say about the plane, the water bottle, crunkling? <laughs> I'm done. That's gonna, yeah, okay, let me just get the sentence out. Okay, get it, it out and you guys can fill in yeah, the Yeah, okay. Squelching the bag and like smelling it. <laughs> <laughs> smelling the coffee because there's coffee in the bags. Just it's to clarify. So Oh, it's so energizing. It is. And when you've got chronic fatigue and you've you're just smelling coffee all day. Yeah. It's fantastic. Music to your ears. It's so good. It's music to your ears. Music to your it's it's fuel for your brain. Fuel to your nose. (laughs) (laughs) These keep getting worse and worse. Well, what is it to your nose? What's the equivalent of music to your ears to your nose? I don't say nose. Okay. It's the high to your nose. No, okay. All right, well. I've lost the plot. Please DM us what the equivalent of music to your ears is to your nose so we can be better educated on how to <laughs> describe we'll send our you coffee. And a bag of coffee yes. when we launch. Yes. If you yeah, can the get response. the best response, gets a bag of coffee. Yes. And you can pick the blend of your choice. Yes. There you go. Amazing. Well, now that we've announced ways that you can get our coffee for free (laughs) and we are running out of ways to describe things. (laughs) Please share this episode. Oh, yeah. Share this episode. Review five stars only, please. Don't be harsh. You know I'm sensitive at the moment. (laughs) When am I not? Um, And, yeah, we will talk to you very soon. Very soon. Thanks so much, guys. Lots of love. Bye.